that you need to actually break those friendships to save your soul and maybe even protect the people that you're accountable to. So in so many ways, um, uh, this, this is uh, um, uh, what we need to, to remember. So, um, and um, just, I don't know if you heard this, um, this there's uh, well over a thousand people who have been have been killed now, um, and and uh, we don't know. They don't know how many actually been uh, all killed because they don't know how many were. Or they don't know how many were were um, kidnapped because they don't know how many are dead. And um, oh, I'm just seeing something here: supporters of Israel and supporters of the of the Palestinians in New York City. There's a clash right now in the middle of New York City in, in Times Square. You've got. Those pro-Israelite, pro-Israel and pro-Palestinians. Remember who attacked who? Who killed? I mean, you, you heard the story that they are going around um, dragging out grandmas, beating and killing grandmas and, and women and, and, and killing children, dragging this, these, uh, this woman, negative, a dead, naked woman, dragging her through the streets and parading her. Uh, these are barbarians. All right, and and any idiot as they as these groups shouting out, you know, um, uh, uh, Allahu Akbar, with this fierceness as these horrible things are happening, um, and so, anyways, there's there's so much horrible stuff happening here. Um, and uh, the fact that anybody in America would want to defend the Palestinian, the Hamas, really, you're, you're, you're defending Hamas. You're, you're, you're defending a demonic uh, ideology that wants to destroy um, uh, Israelites simply because they're Jews. And that's it. So let's look at Ezekiel 38. I'll, I'll restrain from any other this depiction so you could bring... Bella back in if you need to, Kim. Uh, I apologize for that. Um, oh, and they don't know how many, but dozens of Americans have been also kidnapped by Hamas. Not to mention uh, Israeli women and children and, grand- and grandparents. Um, so, um, yeah, Isaiah, uh, Ezekiel 38. I say Ezekiel, right? Okay, Ezekiel 38. Some would say this might be a, 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 a beginning of a fulfillment of this. I don't know. But reading through the chapter, there's some really powerful things to, to understand that I believe in the end, well, I, I pray would just bolster your faith in God no matter what happens in your life. Okay? So let's just look at this. Um, uh, verse 1, the word of the Lord came to me, son of man, set your face against Gog, the land of Gog, the, uh, the chief prince of Meshach and Tubal, prophesy against him and say, this is what the sovereign Lord says, I am against you, O Gog, uh, chief prince of Meshach and, and Tubal, I will turn you around, put hooks in your jaws, excuse me, and bring you out with your whole army, your horses, your horsemen, fully armed and a great horde with large and small shields, all of them brandishing their swords. Um, exactly who all these are, we can't really be, be sure. It's, it's very likely Gog is Russia. 
Meshach and Tubal, it's, uh, Gog would be the leader of, of Russia. Meshach and Tubal would be the lands that, that Russia now um, uh, inhabits, uh, holds. And, um, and God is speaking against them. I, some would say whether that's the Gog and Magog of Revelation 20. I don't know. Um, they won't know. But uh, clearly they're speaking about this, this war that's coming. It goes on, verse 5 says, uh, and also this idea of large and small shields that could be um, anything from um, larger weapons, I guess, or from um, body armor to uh, to um, uh, just to, to handheld uh, shields and stuff. Verse 5, Persia. What's Persia? It's Iran, right? So true Iranians are Persians, not Arabs. All right? And uh, so the Persia, Kush, is... Uh, Ethiopia or Sudan, okay, um, and put would be uh, probably like Libya, the northern Africa. Um, this is um, so they're going to join them. Uh, also, Gomer, Gomer with all his troops in Beth uh, Togarma. This would be the region of Turkey right now, uh, uh, and Togarma could be the far north with its troops. Uh, the thought that it might be Armenia. Armenia is this little 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 piece of, of real estate at the at the very eastern edge of Turkey, and just at the northern northwestern tip of Iran. They kind of kind of meet up there, and just kind of a sliver of of, of them. They're all gonna gonna do it. verse seven. So get ready, be prepared, you and all the hordes gathered about you, and take command of them. After many days, you will be called to arms. Hear that? So he's talking about all, all these nations are coming together. Get ready. You're going to be called to arms. Now, the next thing it says in future years. Now, I, I believe that there's like two things happening here. In fact, if you were in our study last, I think last week, the, the week before, about prophecy two by two. Many times a, God, a, a prophecy given in Scripture can have a, a more immediate fulfillment, but also points to a larger fulfillment in, in the future. Okay. And um, uh, and the end times things um, are that way because the the battle that's going to be here there was in the, in the about the 730 BC area those about a decade before and after that uh, Sargon and Tig, Tigla, Tiglath Pileser name your kid that Tiglath yeah a new baby what's his name Tig Tig <laughs> Tiglath Pileser yeah. Um, but they, they, they came down from the north and, and destroyed these things. And, and, so, and so there was, there was battle of this nature um, right around the same time that the northern kingdom of Israel was taken by the Assyrians and destroyed. But there is a fulfillment that's even, even larger because you'll see there, there, is a, there are elements we're about to read that didn't happen back then. So verse 8 says, After many days you will be called to arms. Then it says, in future years, you will invade a land that, that has recovered from war, whose people were gathered from many nations to the mountains of Israel, which had long been desolate. They had been brought out from the nations, and now all of them live in safety. There is no better example of that of 1948, when Israel came back from all the nations 
and given their land that had been desolated by war, had been abandoned and all these things. And now they, now they have come back to Israel, to the mountains of Israel. Um, and, um, um, and so th- what they're saying is all you nations that I just mentioned, in future years, you're going to invade that land w- after it's been resettled. See, that was not the case here. It already was settled at this time. It was, God was actually punishing the northern kingdom by 722, drove them off, the king of Assyria destroyed them and carried them off into captivity and, and captured their lands. They send people down there and they, they kind of mixed what was some of the Israel religion with their pagan religions and that's who this eventually were the Samaritans um, that we hear about in the New Testament. Um, anyway, so, so you see there, there was this, this war was coming, but there was a different kind of war that was going to come much later. And it it would sound very much like it would happen to, it couldn't happen until after 1948 when Israel had returned, um, and so forth. And so he goes, verse nine, you and all you, you and all your troops and, and many nations with you will go up advancing like a storm. You will be like a cloud covering the land. You look at the look at the map of Israel of that of Middle East, and I don't I I didn't have time to put one up here, but um, you know again you got you got that whole Middle East you got the, the the Mediterranean Sea here and you've got all these Turkey and and um, and Jordan and Syria and um, and Iraq and Iran and you've got uh, Saudi Arabia and and, and and Egypt and all and then you got this little sliver. That's Israel. Um, and um, most of those nations around Israel hate them. And it's, it's, it's almost like unbelievable. I mean, I got to have that land. Why? Look at look what you got. Talk about in, in one sense, this. This is like insane kind of greed. Give them that little strip of land along the eastern part of the Mediterranean Sea. Except there is something more to it than just that. Anyways. But that they're going to come like a storm. And I want to tell you something. This is something that that when we look at the things in this world, all right, we look at the uh, at, at those who are in power right now, who are I mean, just think about our shameful White House that wants to see children transed and changed, who wants to see children aborted to the, up until the, even on the very day they would normally be born completely healthy, who... who Embrace every form of sexual immorality and, and perversion. Um, who have um, um, actually sent billions and billions of dollars to Iran and f- and f- uh, uh, refueled their uh, their uh, military c- capabilities to go after Iran. Um, who have do not are not supporting upholding the laws the sanctions against Iran about selling their oil they're violating it left and right and Iran's making billions of dollars 
even though these sanctions are in place, but Joe Biden will not enforce them. And I just think about this. In Thessalonians, it talks about the men of, the men of lawlessness. This is lawlessness. Our southern border, we have laws on the books that the executive branch is, is supposed to execute. And he is not executing them. And has opened up the gates. I saw some place where they actually welded the gates open in the wall. Last month, more people, more illegals came across 10,000 than ever. Or maybe it was a day. It was a day. In one day, 10,000 came across. And like, oh, the border is secure. Joe, Joe Biden has done more to protect this, you know. It, I think we should have a little bit of righteous indignation as a people of God. Because you are elected, whether you are, were really elected or not, you're in power right now. And you are a man of lawlessness. And this nation is suffering. People are suffering. Children are being sold into slavery. Uh, only God knows how many children have died because of this open border policy uh, and been abused and horrible, horrendous things that I will not try to speak about from up here. But, and they, these guys seem like they, 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 they just got their way. The World Economic Forum has got um, hundreds of very intelligent people scattered throughout the world that they have been trained by them about the, the, the Great Reset and the, and the New World Order. Um, uh, Justin Trudeau, the Prime Minister of Canada, is one of them. And many in his cabinet came from the World Economic Forum. You understand what's going on here? There's a, a whole globalist movement that is really shaping. And, and our, uh, again, so much of the politicians, not just Joe Biden or the the White House, but but... I think even across parties, there's some bowing at, at the feet of, of Klaus Schwab and, and this globalist movement and these kind of things. They think they got power. They think they're in control. But I'm here to tell you, my God is still in control, and so is our. Amen? And this, this paints a really good picture that no matter how much they've got, they, God is there. He said, keep your finger there, but look at, just look real quickly at, at Psalm 11. Psalm 11. Here we go. Psalm 11. Look at verse 4. I could do the whole thing, but we just do verse 4. We're all going to be out of time here. The Lord is, is in His holy temple. The Lord is on His heavenly throne. He observes the sons of men. His eyes examine them. The Lord examines the righteous, but the wicked and those who love violence His soul hates. On the wicked He will rain fiery coals and burning sulfur. A scorching wind will be their lot. For the Lord is righteous, he loves justice. Upright men will see his face. Uh, we can talk Psalm uh, 2, where God looks down and he laughs at, at the events of men who think they're going to overthrow God. Okay, let's just move on here because I'm going to get out of time. All right, verse 10. So this is what the Sovereign Lord says. On, on that day, thoughts will come into your mind and you will devise an evil scheme. This is exactly what happened Saturday morning. 
right? More, more than, more like they executed the the evil schemes in their minds. Um, you will say, "I will invade a land of unwalled villages. I will attack a peaceful and unsuspecting." Uh, a peaceful and unsuspecting people, all of them living without walls and without gates and bars. You understand the day that they did this? Number one, it was 50 years to the day that Egypt and Assyria and Syria attacked Israel in 1973. 50 years to the day. All right? We should have known. Yeah, right. There, there's a lot of this should have, you think, should have been there. But also, it was the eighth day of, of Sukkot, the end of Sukkot, a, 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 a celebration that they have. So it was, it was not just the Sabbath day. It was a special Sabbath. So it was a celebration. It was a day of peace. And, 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 uh, and they attacked them on that day. And they were out. There was, a, like there was this party of hundreds of young people just kind of a celebrating the day out. out. They got surrounded uh, by, on all sides. By these, uh, by these Hamas uh, uh, Shiite Muslims, and they mowed them, hundreds of them down, just killed them, and drug many more off. Verse twelve: I will plunder, I will plunder, and loot, and turn my hand against the the resettled ruins, and the people gathered from the nations, rich in livestock and good living. Uh, at the center of the land. That describes what Israel is right now. When Israel went into that, when the Israelites came back to that land in 1948, it was desolate. But just, you, you should go Google. You, you could find a, a YouTube thing to talk about how innovation and how God has blessed the Israelites in, in making that land abundant and fruitful. It's, it's really quite a story. And so that that's is a true Statement. Then Sheba and Dedan and the merchants of Tarshish and her villages will say to you, have you come to plunder us and take our, our stuff? Um, it, believe that, that Sheba and Dedan, however you want to pronounce it, would be Saudi Arabia. But the merchants of Tarshish. Tarshish was? Exactly, Spain. It's a place where Jonah was trying to take off to, right? We're running from the Lord and that. And so, but the merchants of Tarshish can represent the, uh, Europe. All right? And it goes on. So verse 14. Therefore, son of man, prophesy and say to God, this is what the sovereign Lord says, in that day when my people Israel are living in safety, will you not take notice of it? You will come from your place in, in the far north, you and many nations with you, all of them riding on horses, a great horde of a mighty army. You will advance against my people Israel like a cloud that covers the land. In days to come, O Gog, I will bring, against, uh, bring you against my land so that the nations will know me when I show myself holy through you before their eyes. Um, so what God is saying, he is actually working to stir them up to go after Israel. You think, what? what? I thought you were our friend God. You know, right? But he's, do, he's got a bigger plan. This is what the Sovereign Lord, verse 17 says. Um, Are you not the one I spoke of in former days uh, by my servants, the prophets of Israel? At that time they prophesied for years that I would bring you against them. This is what will happen in that day. 
When Gog attacks the land of Israel, my hot anger will be aroused, declares the sovereign Lord. In my zeal and fiery wrath, I declare that at that time there shall be a great earthquake in the land of Israel. The fish of the sea, the birds of the air, the beasts of the field, every creature that moves on the ground, and all the people on the face of the earth will tremble at my presence. The mountains will be overturned, the cliffs will crumble, and every wall will fall to the ground. And so, Number one, God is saying, I'm calling you out. I'm stirring up the hate in your heart so you can come out and bring your, your, your armies against my people like, like a cloud covering a whole region. And then I'm going to turn against you. I'm bringing you out to destroy you so that they will know that I am God. And this latter part, this, this earthquake element... Now, there were three earthquakes on that day, on Saturday. Uh, one in Afghanistan killed 2,000 people and 10,000 people were injured. Uh, I don't know what the... There's one in Mexico and another one... Um, I, I, I'm not sure might have been part of the Pacific Rim, but the nearest one was in Afghanistan. Clearly, none of those earthquakes were this earthquake. And so that this level of earthquake tells you that this is not the final battle here, what they're talking about. But that also lets you know, if that area gets hit with a, a devastating earthquake, pay attention. Amen? Um, but, but he goes on. And so, but, but what's the purpose of this? I mean, honestly, when, when, when nature, what is it called? When nature unleashes her fury, right? When there's these lightning storms and, and, and the earth is, is trembling. I think... In, instinctively, there's this fear inside of us that we recognize that we are, man, I'm just a nothing. And there is something, someone greater, and I need his help right now. Right? That's that, 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 that I believe that, that God imprint on us that, says, that calls us back to our creator. Uh, and and this, is, this is what will, will happen. And so in verse 21, I will, I will summon a sword against Gog on all my mountains, declares the sovereign Lord. Every man's sword will be against his brother. What God is going to do, he says, not only am I going to come against you, but I'm going to make you kill each other. The enemies of my people, will actually, you're, you're going to help kill each other off. Anybody think of a Bible story, uh, right? Jehoshaphat and the king, you know, and... and uh, million or more were coming against them. Well, we can't do this. And God says, you know, the, the, the bottom line is just, I, God says, the battle's mine, not yours. Go out and, and, and go face your enemy. When they got there, they had all killed each other. Right? Um, yeah, so uh, verse 22, I will execute judgment upon them with plague and bloodshed. I will pour down torrents of rain, hailstones, and burning sulfur on him and on his troops and on the many nations with him. And so, look at this, this verse. And so I will show my greatness and my holiness. And I will make myself known in the sight of many nations. Then they will know that I am the Lord. To me, this is like the whole purpose. God wants you and I to know that he is the Lord. Not because he needs affirmation. <laughs> we need to know who God is. Because he is the one who's made a way that we could be saved. 
Because we are all under the, the, the judgment, the wrath of God because of our sin nature. We have broken his laws. We can't, we can't keep his laws because we don't even have the nature to do so. Um, and, and we are corrupted by that. And, and, but he loves us so much, he sent his son to defeat death and defeat the sin that, that, that came against us, that we might be, 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 be forgiven and washed clean of all that stuff and be his children like he intended us to be. But we, that cannot happen if we don't know that he is God. And so, as I say many times, and it kept coming up in our studies, as, as we, the scriptures we were reading this, this last week, again, you keep reading so that they will know that I am God. So may that be our, our plea. God, that, that they might know that my life might be that, that kind that they will know that you are God. More than know that I'm a Christian, but know that you are God. Through the testimonies of like, share the stuff that happened in your life, what God did in your life. Just the, the, the little silly things. I, Cindy's you know, my car problems I, I spewed out last week. Um, just one after another after another. Well, God, do you want to work those little things out? I just spent a few hundred dollars instead of thousands of dollars. And, you know, you know so and all these kind of things, praying, praying uh, for, for situations for people. I prayed with somebody. We talked about this last week, but having a, a long, a five-year problem. And, and we just, I prayed, we prayed over the phone. I said, Jesus, Jesus, you know, answer, bring a breakthrough. Well, a couple of days later, they figured things out, right? So God gets glory, right? And, and whatever kind of things are going on in your life, God, I'm going to, I'm going to dedicate them to you. You're the same God you answered then. You're going to answer now. You brought, you came in power then. Come in power now and begin to say, God, you, this is who you are. I need you to be who you are here. I'm, I, I don't want to just read about a, somebody's book. Thank you for the books. But I, we need you now. We need you right here. We need you in Deer Park. We need you in this part of the state. We need you in Washington State. But well, we need you. In, how about just we need you in your church, right? Because we're, the church is divided. I mean, there's churches waving, waving uh, pride flags and forget that actually that's, that's, they, that's cultural appropriation. You know, you're taking the, the, the rainbow is God's, not, not the LGBTQ people. And these kinds of things. And that's to understand that no matter what's going on in your life, no matter how much it seems like the wicked or the devil himself has control, I'm sorry, he doesn't. You know, I apologize to the devil. You, you, you're so impressed with yourself, right? Or, or, or those who are, are his servants on earth, the humans, human beings who are doing the devil's work by killing children or trying to pervert their, 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 the innocence of their mind by dragging them into, uh, deeper into confusion instead of helping them through their confusion. You do not have control. You've been, you've been given a moment, and God's going to hold you 100% accountable for how you conducted yourself and how you dealt with the people God put underneath you, for good or for bad. And at the end of the day, that you and I could know that God is actually orchestrating everything for the good to those who love God or are called according to his purpose. And so that's where we begin to have faith. And that's where we, can, we should be able to have some bold faith and, and not be afraid and not, not be shaking our boots. Not that, not that we always 
I mean, there's, there's those moments, aren't there? But, but to remember what God has done and who, who God it is, who this God is that we're serving. He'll take entire armies that are determined to destroy God and then he'll make them kill each other. Kill each other if he has to do that. Because he will be known as God and there is no stopping that. And so that's the God I can worship. Amen? That's the God I can surrender to. That's the God I can say, Lord, reign in me. I want you to reign in me. Because I want to be right. Amen? How many say you, you, you've, you've, you've got, you've got a, a battle going on? Right? Right. All right. Those, that thing where, where it's, it's, it's not something that's a weekend thing. Can we just stand and believe that God's going to make a way in that? Amen? Let's just stand as we, as we just close. And okay, all right, all right. So I tell you what, would you be willing to do this? If you raise your hand, you have. The, can you come and stand up here? Uh, and then I'm going to ask any others. To just, we're going to get behind. I'm going to pray. I'm going to believe God for you. So go ahead. You put your hand up. Just go ahead and just come up. We're going to believe God. We want, um, honey, can you stand for, um, for Jeremy? Our son Jeremy, I just, uh, I didn't get the word out until this morning, uh, who had the heart transplant. Um, he was going to come and help me Friday, but he, he had pressure on his chest. Come to find out his heart was, was the pulse. He had 150 pulse rate. His heart was just uh, like on a marathon, out of control. Um, and it's very concerning for a lot of reasons, not the least of which he's, he's a heart transplant patient. Um, but but uh, he's in, uh, at Kootenai Medical Center there. Um, they're observing him and stuff like that. Lenny, we just found out Lenny Yarber, um, our bookkeeper here. And uh, she's in the hospital. Looks like she might have had a... Some, a TIA or something, we don't know. But uh, so she's in the hospital right now. T, our son Jeremy's in the hospital right now. Um, and um, um, uh, and uh, so everybody else, I, like, I would like, uh, if you'd like to stand up behind one of these folks, can, are you here to pray, Greg? Are you? Both? both? Okay, well, yeah, well, come on up. It's just just come and kind of come in here. And uh, can I just invite you to come up and just lay your hand, stand behind somebody, just lay your hand on them, and 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 let's just let's just believe God. Yeah, you can join hands, whatever, because we serve the same God, right? The one we've read about, the stories we've told, the stories, and we have our own stories. I know you have your own stories, but right now we need new stories, right? And so right now, just just go ahead and intercede for the the, the person that's in front of you. Um, if you're out there, just begin to pray. Those that you see up here, Lord, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, we just really pray, God, for that that breakthrough, that breakthrough, Lord, in Jesus' name. Lord, just we know that your your work uh, is powerful, Lord. You're able to do those things, Lord. That you're taking these things, that, that nothing is happening that surprises you. And, and no, the enemy the, or the enemy's uh, emissaries, they do not have control of our lives. 
And so in Jesus' name, I pray that faith would rise up, Lord, in each one of us to just trust you and walk right with you, Lord Jesus. Uh, But even more so, God, we pray you would turn the work of darkness against itself. In Proverbs, it says that evil will slay the wicked, Lord God. The very thing that they try to put upon the people of God will turn against them, Lord. And God, in Jesus' name. Just really pray, Father, Lord, for your, your, your breakthrough, for your hand of, of, of uh, just deliverance, Lord Jesus, and, and, and answering prayers and, um, and, and demonstrating your power, Lord God, in your church, Lord. Through us, Lord, in Jesus' name, I, I just pray for an unleashing of, of, of just the, of the work of God that, 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 that lets everybody know that you are God, that you are God and nobody else. That everyone around here would know that there is a God in heaven. And that you are, you are true, Lord, in Jesus' name. And for those in the hospital, I think of Jeremy and Lenny right now, right off the, t- right off the top. In Jesus' name, we pray you'd flood into those rooms. And I don't, we, don't, we don't care what the diagnosis is. We don't care what, what it has happened in the past with other patients and these things. We, we pray for complete healing in their bodies, Lord. A settling, Lord God, in, in their hearts and their minds. Lord, literally in hearts and minds in Jesus' name. And God, we, we pray, God, for uh, a moving of your Holy Spirit upon us as your church, Lord Jesus. That you moved in power uh, on the day of Pentecost. You moved in power many other times since then throughout history, Lord God, and even in this, this nation many times. And God, we need you to move with power right now in Jesus' name. To bring the revival and awakening that we must have in this hour, Lord God. It's, we're, we're, we're done reading about them. We're going to call upon you, Lord God and seek you with all of our heart, Lord Jesus. To see you break the, break, break the chains in people's hearts and minds, Lord. Break off the addictions, Lord. Lord, open blinded eyes, the veil of, of, of resentment that's on there or, or her past hurts, Lord, in Jesus' name, would be removed in the name of Jesus. I pray that eyes could see again. See clearly, Lord God, who you are ears to hear your spirit's voice, Lord, right now, and hear the truth, Lord God, and, the, and hearts that are willing to receive and minds that can comprehend uh, the, the goodness and the promises of God in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. One, one last thing. I think we should pray for the prodigals. Father, let's lift, lift up your prodigal to the Lord. Lord, I lift them up to you right now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Call out their name. Tell the Lord, call their name. Call them to you. Call their name. Lord Jesus, come back. Return to the one who saved your soul, Lord. God, we pray for awakening and stirring hearts out of your love, your mercy, the long-suffering. Just thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. You're more than able, Lord. Hallelujah. I think of some of these families, Lord, for a long, long time dealt with troubled, godless family members, Struggling, rippling over, tripping over this world, things of this world, Lord, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name.
breakthrough, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He is more than able. Amen. Let's just just tell him that, Lord. You're more than able. Let's thank him, Lord. Just thank you right now. I thank you, God, for the healing that's coming to Jeremy and Lenny, Lord. Thank you right now in Jesus' name. Lord, I, I thank you, God, for, for the, the whole the breakthrough that's happening in Vienna's home with her brothers, Lord, who, who need to get right with you, Lord, and, and so much, Lord. Lord, I just thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for the breakthrough that's, the deliverance that's going to happen in, in, in these relationships that have been broken, that have been wounded, Lord, in Jesus' name. I just thank you, God, for opened eyes and, and God, for a, a restoring a relationship and, uh, and, uh, and, and a, a calling into the purposes of God that you might get glory, Lord. That uh, we just we thank you, God, for that. That that the people in this area will know that you are God because they see the power of God manifest through the lives of your people. And so come with power that they might know and that you would get glory through everything we do and all that we are as we come together and as we go out from this place. You get glory and we give you praise. For you're worthy of our praise, Lord. You're worthy of our praise. Hallelujah. You're worthy of our praise, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Everybody said? Amen. Amen. So let's just be confident. Amen? God is able. All right. God bless you.